got a message for you, and you're not going to like it. Pray for death. Yay! Did we do it? Hooray! <laughs> oh, conquering adversity. Oh, it's the best feeling. That was terrible, guys. Thank you. I am 90% flop sweat right now. Like I'm just mad. 10%. But I wasn't doing anything. 10% Tim, 90% flop sweat. I don't know how that works out, because the flop sweat is also me. Oh, I don't know. Can you hear the bed music okay? Weirdly, I can't hear it in my headphones at all, which is freaking me out. You can't? Nope. So I can hear it in my headphones. I can't hear anything in my headphones, oh, actually. I might have turned them down accidentally. How's that? Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Oh, it's been a crazy night. Not really. It was sabotage. Oh, it probably was sabotage. Well, it's all been sabotage. Probably uh, John Roderick snuck into my apartment. Uh-oh. With the in like a coke haze, just started messing with my audio equipment. Don't accuse strangers of doing drugs. I can accuse John Roderick of anything I want. Um, that's the best I got. That he was hopped up on coke and then messed with my computer. Just ripped the internet out of the wall. Um, <sighs> we did it, guys. Also, he pees his pants. Whoa. On purpose. <laughs> it's pretty edgy. I don't know if I'm ready for this today. Well, you know what? I'm all I'm uh <laughs> I'm totally wired. Tim's really mad, you guys. Can't he you was see? really, really mad. I was really mad. Sometimes when I uh, it's like that standard thing where when you're like a little bit mad, you get really loud, but when you're really mad you get quiet. You know? Kinda yeah, it gets kinda scary. It's like, uh, it's like, that's why they call me the quiet storm. Tim, the quiet storm. But yeah, so here we are. We're back after 10 days of silence. And vacay. Right. We were on vacay. We were on vacay. But yeah. not the kind of vacay that we were talking about going on like yeah. a month ago. Yeah, we went, we went to sunny Morocco. When we were going to go to Central Asia. Right. And ride step ponies. Kajikistan, I think, is what we decided on, right? Is that right? Kazakhstan, maybe? Is it Kazakhstan? All right. Either one. Kajikistan seems cool, too. Uh, Turkmenistan has the oil money. And a tyrant, I believe. There's a tyrant involved, I'm pretty sure. But no, we went to Wisconsin. Yeah. No, t no tyranny there. Door County. And uh, they call it Door County because it's the gateway to fun. You can He's have lying. that one. You can have that for free, Door County. Actually, they should probably try to erase their legacy of being named after Death's Door. Is that true? I, that's what I've read. Did you wiki Door County? I might have. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not from here. That's true. How dare you? So that's that's where we used to send the the elderly to die 
Door County. Um, in the 1980s, it was just where Wisconsin would send old people who were no longer of use to us. I don't know if you guys know this. Wisconsin is actually like a dystopian uh, community. It's kind of like The Giver. And Waterworld. Yeah, it's like a little bit of Waterworld. We we most we all of us have gills. Um, we also have roles assigned to us by a infallible patriarch. It's real complicated, but you should visit. I'm making it sound a lot less pleasant than it is. It is still the gateway to fun. It's just more fun yeah. if you also have gills. But yeah, vacay, good. Vacay was fun. Um, neither of us get to go on vacation very often. Pretty much ever. So keep in mind, if you talk on the Facebook about, oh, I can't decide where to go to va on vacation, you, there are two angry people somewhere <laughs> judging you. I don't think it's I don't think it's these guys too. No, I don't think it is. If they're hanging out with us. Yeah. There's a lot of bugs in my room right now. I don't like it. Chicago is bug haven. Straight bug season. Uh so yeah, let me back announce the two songs we played. What did we hear? I had a whole, had a whole great set prepared. It was only like these. We like, were so excited. Now we're just angry. <sighs> I'll still play some stuff, but it was like. Three, like, super fun, up-tempo songs, one of which is very appropriate, and we'll play that later. Um, but we only got to hear the classic jam, You Dropped a Bomb on Me, by The Gap Band, from Gap Band 4, I want to say. Uh, I don't know if that's right. I'm going to look it up, because it's very important. Oh, I didn't, I didn't do it back to front. I wasn't going to say anything. <sighs> All right. After that. After that. This show's very appropriate theme song. Yeah, it was right. It's, it is Gap Band 4. Goddamn right. Uh, bringing us into the show. Our theme song. Totally Wired by The Fall. From Grotesque, parenthetical, after the gram. Featuring our patron saint, Marky e. Smith. Furious old timer. Yeah. <clears throat> In case you were wondering. He, got, he is an old timer now, right? Well, he's no longer just a 50-year-old man. I realize, I realize that the English apply the word geezer to people who are like over 25, but uh, he's a geezer now. Mm, that word isn't specifically age related, though. How does it? Is it just like if you're old, you're like older than me? Is that it? The idea, geezer. I can't actually. I don't feel comfortable speaking to like the cultural connotations of it, but it isn't just age based. Okay. I would not call him a geezer. Probably. Is it like an authority figure, kind of? I. Like I said, I don't, I can't okay. tell you about this. So I should stop asking you questions about it. You're welcome to look it up. <sighs> it's no fun. But it mean, I, my point just being that it means different things in the U.S. than it does in England. Well, well here yeah, it just sure. means old person. Yeah. I will Urban Dictionary it. That never goes well. I'm afraid to do it because maybe 
Mixler will be like, oh, you're doing something while trying to broadcast the show. I'm just going to stop working. Ugh, I'm Mixler. I'm a dumb idiot. That's my impression of you, Mixler. All right, in the UK, a guy, a bloke, a person in general. The British equivalent of the American slang word dude. I don't think that's specifically right. That seems a little... It... This seems better. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Is I think that it's, it's more specific than this, and it's not. A, a geezer is a male Englishman who likes drinking football. That's soccer, for those of you who aren't familiar with the non-American parlance. Who likes drinking football and violence, preferably all at the same time. Who wants it's to like be that street song? Which one? Oh, okay. Oh, all right. That's called Geezer's Need Excitement. My understanding of what a geezer is comes from this song. Okay. And yes, Emma, it is pretty much derogatory. Wants to be the typical Cockney Jack the Lad. They dress up smart to nom- <laughs> I'm really doing a bad job reading this. They dress up smart to normally pull birds in quotation marks. Favorites being Stone Island and Burberry. They're basically like a better, meaner version of a shav, which is a racist term, I believe. And not bad people to know as long as you just prove you're a geezer. You're Y-O-U-R, not, uh, not Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Sorted me old mucker, which is presumably a phrase that means something to people who aren't me. Oh, let's stop reading Urban Dictionary. Why not? It's great. I'm asleep with boredom. It's a perfect resource for this terp- type of thing. This terp of thing. Ugh. God. Yeah, Fred, I just said, Fred in the chat, Fred is not listening, but is still reacting in all caps fury. I said it was racist kind of amazing actually why are you yelling at me for saying the exact thing that you're restating (laughs) all right so guys so we have an actual topic to put on the table though as always open phone friday you can call us about anything you should say unless you're being a weird jerk and maybe we have to put a moratorium on calls about olive oil Maybe. I think we'll probably have to have a quota. I haven't decided what the quota is going to be yet, but um, there is a, there will be a quota. And not the good kind of quota, like that. You know, like cops have to get a number of uh, parking tickets. You know, like we're not going for like we're not aiming at a number of calls about olive oil. There's a cap. It's a, it's a ceiling, a cap or a ceiling. But in order to do so, you would want to open up your Skype machine and add into your contacts. Low level rage, one word, at Skype, and send us a contact request. And you can call about anything. But the topic tonight is running away with the circus. That's running away with the circus. As in, here in 2014. What would be like that? What is your personal idea of running away with the circus if you were to do so? What's your out when you get up in the morning to go to work and you just think, I can't do this. This is the worst thing I've ever done. 
What do you like fantasize about, right? What would you? It's not some weird, gross job. I guess it could be gross if you really wanted to clean out sewers for a living. As long as it's like um, topically gross, we strive for topical grossness. Oh, the video just popped up on. I, I am in Skype and they're just looking at the video of us, and we're both nice-looking people, Lauren more so than more so than me, but um, it's still well. You're being hard on yourself. But I thank know. you. It's my prerogative. It I is. Can do what I want to do. Um. So yeah, like basically, I was. Uh, kind of jokingly on Twitter talking about what the modern day equivalent of running away with the circus is. Because um, there's a sort of sense, which I think is kind of a, a privileged-ish problem of like feeling confined by society and by the opportunities available to you. And like if you were like a young in in like uh, the early 20th century, in theory you could just like follow the circus out of town. To wherever it was going. And hopefully get a job. But if you did that now, you would just be bummed out by all the, like, animal abuse. <laughs> you know, like, it's not, like, the idea of joining the circus in 2014. It's no longer, it's no longer a place that is almost synonymous with a safe space for outcasts, which is sort of the romanticized version of what the circus is, but is the sort of, like, point of what we're trying to get at. Yeah, and like you know, the, there's also this sort of idea of um, like the Todd Browning movie Freaks uh, is about sort of finding a group of people who are well, not it's about a lot of things. It's about exploiting people with uh, physical disabilities and stuff because that's actually what that movie does. Uh, but also, it's about sort of like finding people who are. Um, maybe antagonized by the rest of the world or are um, excluded by society and like forming your own little society and kind of flipping the double bird to the rest of it, you know? And it sometimes feels like it's just like there's not a lot of place for that anymore. Maybe it doesn't <clears> matter. <throat> Who gives a shit, right? Because capitalism. Yeah. Basically... Because- Wage yeah. slaving. The, the, the like, the, the little etching, what do you call it? Like the engraving underneath the statue of Lauren and I after we've dismantled the system will just be fuck capitalism. Yes. Um, that's reasonable. Right? Yeah. I'm, I could make it more fancy, but that's basically it. Uh, we have a caller. Hey. Hey. You're uh, on the air with low level rage. Uh, what, what, what's, your, what's, what's your name? Where you're calling from? I'm Chris from Dallas, Dallas, Texas. Hi, Chris. All right. All right. So I was thinking like running away with the circus. Well, the number one, number one thing that's possible now is because no jobs. Oh no! Hang yeah. on. Skype isn't working again. Damn it. Uh, hold on. I Chris, hold on. Chris, hold on a second. I can make this work. I can do it. Um, I have an idea. So you, you can hear the uh, you can hear the the bad music though, Lauren. Well, it's yeah, it's under. Okay. I'm gonna figure this out. Everything's just a a real CF tonight. Yeah, the bad music screwed up too, but it took me. It's harder for me to hear it. Is it really? It's it sounds like muddy or. No, it's underwater. 
Oh, that shit again. Okay. All right, Chris, why don't you call back in a bit? We're going to try to figure it out. All right, all right. All right. Sorry. Soon, hopefully. Yeah. We have a fix for this, don't we? Well, I think last time. Just like <laughs> shutting yeah. it all down. Okay. Check the bed music now and see if it works. I hate this. I know it's terrible. This is this is just we we're gonna try to figure out a better technical solution in the long run. Um, so could you not hear him at all, or was he just uh, garbled? I can't hear oh, you. Sorry. Now. This show might not be a keeper. Can you turn up the bed music? Yes, I can. I can't even hear if it's crappy. Yeah, it's still... Still garbled? Yeah. Okay. Let's try this. Ugh, I wanted to hear a story. Taking care of technical problems here on low-level rage. Everybody has to have technical problems. You're gonna have to fix them one day. We got a way to do this. We're gonna solve a problem. Fred, you can Although call us I right can. now. Fred, what are you calling? We're trying to figure out Skype. Don't be a jerk. Just gonna just preemptively toss you in the dunk take there. Dunk take, dunk tank. <laughs> Sorry, Fred. Sorry for yelling at you. Thanks for thanks for the help. You can turn the bed music back down. It sounds fine. Does it sound fine? Okay. All right. Well, this is a real uh, trial by fire tonight. Chris could call us back, maybe? Yeah, Chris, call us back whenever you get a chance. No promises. Yeah. Okay. Fred, sorry for yelling at you. Not really. I feel like... You know you would have done yeah, it, though. Yeah. Hey, Chris, welcome back to Low Level Rage. Thanks for being patient. Hi, do I still sound garbled? I don't know. Let's find out. Let me have to wait for the slight delay, and Lauren will take a listen. Perfect. Sounds good? All right, great. Cool. Hi. All right, I think the best way to run to the circus now is grad school. Oh, hold on, Chris. Sorry. Let's, uh, let's, uh, why don't you reintroduce yourself, say your name, oh, where you're from. I'm... All right, sorry. I'm Chris from Dallas, Texas. Perfect. All right, and I think the best way to run is to... Um... Here, let me see if I can make this even more awkward. All right, uh, so the topic tonight is running away with the circus. <laughs> what do you have to contribute? Come on. All right, well, I was going to say, I was thinking it's grad school. <laughs> I just think it doesn't... You don't get anything out of it, and yeah. um, you end up with a bunch of other weirdos, and then you end up losing all your money with nothing to show for it. Yep. Much like going to the circus. This is Did a... you go to grad school? No, no, no. I, I'm smart enough not to do that yet. Because I was um, stupid enough to go to grad school, and it's kind of like that, except way less fun. Oh, yeah. All my yeah, all my friends who went to grad school are now waiting tables, and the one my one friend is now working at a prosecutor's office prosecuting people for marijuana, and he hates himself. Oh, wow. Oh, that's yeah. actually really that's, depressing. Uh, I never know how much to like, separate the stuff I do in my real life from the show, but I have talked about taking the bar already. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, that's like my, my greatest fear is that I'll just like get so desperate. I'll be like, Oh, you want me to just, uh, 
you know, foreclose on people and also just toss them into the street. Can I can I also imprison them? Is there a way to, to foreclose on people and then also then throw them into debtor's prison? Because um, I, I, at some point I will be desperate enough to just be like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. In 2000, I want to say 2004, we did our own version of trying to run away with the circus. We tried to become minor league baseball players. Oh, that's that awesome. That is the greatest thing awesome, ever. Yeah, it was, um, well, there was a wood bat league in Austin. And so we had, so we kind of looked like a Wes Anderson crew because we all had sure. like cut off corduroys <laughs> and ironic t-shirts on. Like when we practiced did, at the park. Did Wes Anderson actually also try out for the baseball team? Because it doesn't I seem don't like know it's. If he, did or not. <laughs> he looks like somebody who's like. He was sitting in the bleachers, just like softly weeping. Never touched a baseball bat in his life. No. Potentially, I, right? I, I doubt it. Like. He, he was one of those kids who played soccer, but just was the fullback and just stayed in the yeah. corner looking at butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> but. Just, uh, just... I bet he, I bet he would pose with the baseball bat though. Like he would use it as like a walking stick. Mm-hmm. It would be very symmetrical. All yeah. the poses. You know, yeah. he'd have the baseball bat right in the middle of him. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. All right. but, uh, so how did that go? Would... How did it go? Did you? Yeah. Uh... What happened? Oh, well, so what happened is so we ended up we did the tryouts for the league and uh, we were okay, but we couldn't um, hit a curveball because all these guys uh, played college. Yep. It was a wood bat league, and we were hoping to you know work our way up to at least an independent ball. And uh, then we ended up getting a call back when um, after no one else paid the uh, signing fee. <laughs> so we actually paid the signing fee and played a few games. And then after that, they gave us our money back and told us we couldn't be on the team anymore. <laughs> we were so bad. So did you play in high school then? No, we didn't play in high school. Oh, okay. We just, oh, no. These, me and my friends just did like drugs and listened to punk rock. Yeah. In high then like got back into baseball. Yeah, like you like playing when we're fifteen. Like normal people, you spend high school <laughs> yeah. being angry at people who played sports. Right. That's yeah. What, yeah. Then we got really back into it when we we're like twenty two. <laughs> yeah. That's the same thing I did pretty much. I remember we actually yeah. we had like a pickup. Um, this is one of my. This is completely uh, uh, tan- tangential to what we're talking about. But we we had like a like I think it was referred to as punk rock baseball in Milwaukee where we would, like, just show up on Sundays and drink beer and play baseball. Um, and I couldn't really hit, but I, I, I'm pretty quick. So if I just, like, put the ball on the ground, I could usually get the first, just because, you know, everyone was okay at best. There's like, one dude Scoots who could... Scoots over here. Yeah, yeah. Basically just D. Gordon. I was the D. Gordon of the uh, punk, punk rock <laughs> baseball league. <laughs> Except I got picked off a lot because I didn't pay attention. But, yeah, so this is the point, is that... Uh, <laughs> Um, like there's what there's two two good stories. There was one guy who could throw a, f- a fastball and a changeup, which is just like, what are you, what are you doing? Like we're we're just we're all just drunk inept athletes. Not even athletes. We're we're drunk inept people who are able to hold a baseball bat up in the air, and then bring it down in a motion resembling a swing. <laughs> and so the catcher basically would just at some point give everyone like just just tell them what the pitch what pitch was coming just to make it sort of fair and like the pitcher just was like look kind of frustrated like ah oh, like why are these guys what's going on like he, like the clue was no actual cooperation between the pitcher and the catcher yeah we used to do something similar to that in flagstaff there was a catholic school next to our house and we used to do that every sunday until the cops showed up when there was like 15 punk rock dudes with you know, with a case of beer, playing baseball at the Little League field. 
But uh, yeah, the, anyway, so that's pa- the thing. The parents looked never... askance at you probably. They're just like like thinking about calling the cops, thinking about it, thinking about it. Just all right, let them go. It's fine. No, I'm sure one of them just drove by and just said, hey, you know, those aren't. But it was an elementary school field, so we could hit home runs if we oh, got a hold of it. Great. So like it was really cool. <laughs> It made you feel it made you feel a badass if yeah. you did actually you hit a home run. But yeah, so we did that. But anyway, I think being a minor league baseball player is the best thing to be go running off to the circus. It's true. Just weird. Have you seen that show? I think it's on Fox Sports One, but it's uh, about like the minor leagues and like col- like this independent league and minor in like Albuquerque and Colorado Springs, like s- single half A. Yeah, like crazy eight, shit eight. they do. A minus or something like that, or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's and it's like that is basically the circus, and that's right. kind of what I want my life to be as soon as I can hit a curveball. It really doesn't sound bad. Like yeah, it, that's really good. If you paid me twenty five thousand dollars a year, I could yeah. I could like, you know, you live cheap, you get exercise, yeah. um, you 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 can go out drinking, probably get free drinks if you're like playing at home. You just be like, yeah, I'm playing on the local professional baseball team. Yeah. You're technically a professional professional athlete. Yeah. All I want in my life is to be technically a professional athlete, right? Do you live off the nourishment of sunflower seeds that they give you? Yeah. Just hoard them. Yeah. Save them for uh, a rainy day. Just like stuff them in your cheek pouch. <laughs> I just I just remembered my other my other uh, fun slash pathetic story from playing punk rock baseball when I was I think probably twenty five, maybe twenty six. Um, I was a young 25 though, like kind of immature emotionally. Um, just you know, for context, and like I, I, I probably got on base like a fourth of the time. And for those of you who don't know, a 250 on base percentage is not good, it's not a good base on base percentage. Um, there, in fairness, there were no walks, we just so you're not D Gordon, you're BJ Upton. I'm BJ Upton, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm current, current, I'm today's BJ Upton, not five year five seasons ago bj upton um that's some fun baseball analogies for you guys uh but like i finally got a base i got like a solid hit like it was a good hit i think i actually got to second i think i had a double um and then like my my friend uh i'll say michael that's fine hey michael if you listen to this ever um was 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 uh playing second base and we were just like I was really excited, like really, like really proud of myself for finally getting out of second base. Um, and like we were just chatting and like like joking. And I was, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm like, I'm kind of like, uh, I tend to, to talk a lot of, not not shit, but just like I, I jaw a lot when I'm playing sports because it makes me nervous to be playing them. And then so like, they they like, he, I was talking so much that I wasn't paying attention, and then he just like the pitcher threw him the ball and he tagged me out. I was just like standing there. Like I was so, I was so proud of myself and excited to have done something correct for once that I had stopped paying attention to what was actually happening in the game. And then I was so embarrassed. I made up an excuse to leave and then went home. (laughs) (laughs) Not joining the circus. In fact, getting fired from your job. Oh, it was terrible. That's like, like leaving the circus for the carnival. Yeah, <laughs> for like the, like the local carnival that's just always there. You don't actually get to go anywhere. Yeah, or just like oh. leaving the circus to like go back to your 
office job or whatever. And I and I had like and I was sort of like half half crying like that kind of adult thing you do where like I'm not gonna actually cry, but like Wait, I really sort of sniffly really want to cry right now. Oh, this is the and it was like twenty five. I was not even like that's that's like a solid ten years past the point where that's an acceptable reaction to a minor sports mistake. Oh man, God, it was terrible. All right. Well, that's that was. All right, that was thanks a lot, yeah, guys. That right. is. Thank you for I'm calling. That was a great story. Glad Mixler's working. Yeah, okay. me too. I'll stop slagging them off on Twitter for a minute. Maybe. All right. Good night, Chris. Bye. Yeah, that was. I don't think we ever actually told anyone that story. That's one that I've been like sitting on. Oh, it's so embarrassing. That's bad. That's a bad feeling, though. It's good when you just like get it out there. Do you, yeah. check, do you want to check the bed music? I'm, I'm paranoid. Crying with frustration. Yeah. I feel like the chat would have told us. Yeah. Yeah, I, I should say, uh, chat, whatever you guys want to call yourselves. You don't have to give yourself a name. I'm obviously, Still sounds good. We are not worthy of you guys having, like, if you want to pretend to have a separate identity from the show, that's fine. Why am I being mean? What's I don't know. I me? don't know what just happened there. I went from being, like, asking the chat to do something to yell to like kind of slagging them off for no reason he doesn't mean it you guys he's still <laughs> freaking out from earlier Aww. i'm not asking you to give yourselves a name what i am asking you to do is if the uh bad music starts sounding stupid or the they've been very good yeah. today about yeah. telling us please please feel free and to in us the now. past i'm so so tatchy someone, <laughs> someone pointed out to me i think it was uh I can't remember who it was. That I've been using that word all the time. Tetchy. It's a great word. You do use it often. I totally do the word word a month thing, right? It's like you find a word you like and you just like you just wanna use it all the time. You know? It's just it's a great word. Oh I do it, yeah. And I'm tetchy. I am tetchy. Like I you know uh there's a work today. I work at a, a, a smoke shop, which I don't normally talk about because I'm like a little weird about the fact that I have a law degree and I'm working at a smoke shop. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, but like, you know this, Lauren. You you didn't open a whole lot at your job, and this probably wasn't an issue. But like, if you oh, I know what you're going to say, if, and yes, yeah. it ha- it was. If you, oh, it really? Okay. Oh yeah, All we right. opened at seven a.m., but that didn't matter on the weekends. Here's the here's the here's the the retail problem is when you you open a place and I open the, stop, the shop by myself, and uh, someone is waiting there like outside, like they showed up before the store opens, basically scratching at the door. And then you have to open the shop while they're just, like, either outside or, like, sometimes people will try to follow you in while you open up. Like, like that's in any sense socially acceptable. <laughs> no, you're, you're literally opening the door, so that means I can come in, right? If the fact that you're That's opening, how business works, yeah. Tim. Yeah. Don't you, be ridiculous. You're opening the door to let yourself in to a store that has the lights off and none of the, uh, and it says closed on the outside. But that means I can just follow you in, right? Like, that's... It's cool that you yeah. have to, like, count out all this money and stuff. I'm not going to... No, don't worry. Take any of it or You can do that you. and pay attention to me at the same time. That's fine. Um, but, yeah, so uh, someone did that today. 
I like it's. I was like walking to the to the store and just saw them. Like you can kind of see them just just hanging out, like uh, kind of haunting, <laughs> haunting the uh, entrance the entranceway, entryway, entryway. Um, and he's like talking to his cell phone, which is that whole like, you you know he didn't look up when the store opened. He just showed up and was like, oh, can't believe they're not open. And then they get kind of mad at you, like it's your fault that you like like I chose the hours of the store but so yeah that happened today I see the guy I'm like oh he's waiting to get in all right all right prepare yourself to attempt to not be a jerk um and then I I get to the the gate that we have in front of the store and I he's disappeared like I feel like I imagined him I don't know where he went to he just peaced out? No, because then I opened the, 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 the store up and he reappeared immediately. Like, like pretty much immediately. Maybe he was in the bush. <laughs> just peering at me. I guess they, like, cleaned out all that whole area, though. And I, I managed... That's very odd. Yeah, I managed to be really nice, though. I was, like, I was not in the, the best of moods, um, but I was just like, all right, Tim, all right. It's really not that hard to be reasonable to people, even if they've even if they're being kind of weird. Um, and then I spent the next two hours uh, patting myself on the back for being nice to someone. And you're still doing it now. You're yep. extending your streak. Yep. It's drawing it out. Yeah, we used to have drunk people try to come in at like 6.55 on a Saturday. Jesus. Look, a caller appears. All right, we have a, uh, a caller. Hi, Fred. You're on the air with Low-Level Ridge. What do you want? Hey, what's your oh. name and where are you from? <laughs> Hi, my name is Fred. I'm from Honolulu. Is this Cubs Talk? Where am I calling? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're telling us how to uh, introduce our own show now. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks, Fred. Thanks for the pointers. Dude. Thanks oh, for the passive-aggressive again, pointers. I just told you the show that you were calling into. I don't know if you heard me. <laughs> Maybe you could... Shut your mouth and open your ears. Yeah. Get him. Oh, shit. Lord, got you. World star. World star. No. World star hip hop. What do you want, dog? Dude, which story do you want? Um, I have a story about watching an elephant getting gunned down at 10. And then because it escaped the circus. What? Yeah. So when I just moved to America, um... I already don't like where this story is going. Uh, it's very bad. It's traumatic. That's what I was saying. You want to hear that? Or you want to hear... Do you have a good uh, story? Yeah, thanks for the option to not hear that story. Because I'm yeah. sick of my ticket. <laughs> that's, my, that's my relationship to the circus. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the other story? Let's it give, could give be a, a metaphorical circus, Brad. It doesn't yeah. have to be no. the yeah. actual it's circus. A, it's a, okay, okay. Which okay. we know is not, like, you know, a humane uh, institution. Uh, <laughs> it was fucked up. Because the the news didn't cut away, they're like, let's no. just keep rolling. This I don't want. I don't want to hear this, this story. Is, this is, this I already is, this know is what this stuff. story is. This is really sad. <laughs> no, seriously. When the yeah, like when uh, whenever you see when animals attack, like Fox will always play that one. And uh, I saw that live. It was fucked up. Do you think that? And this is this is we're just we're talking. That's not genuinely upset. We're talking about yeah. the story, not talking. You know, not actually describing, which is good. But. Yeah. Uh, um, do you think that one of the like any of the whatever producer made the choice to not cut away like felt like he was uh -huh. being really brave 
Like this is, <laughs> this like, is some really yeah. high octane journalism. Oh my god, dude! It's like it's those cowards like, at CBS, man. They wouldn't show you this. Oh, you would not believe how like the thing that I do remember and like to tie it to recent events is seeing yeah. how fucking proud the cops were when they oh, were yeah. done. Yeah. They were like, like, yeah, look at what we did. The f- the f- I was like, no. They're always the first people to pat themselves on the back yeah, or something that's like, like not impressive. This impressive animal out. Like, it's like, <sighs> okay, that's good on you, bruh. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, good. Uh, what's up? No, no, yeah. What's the other story? <laughs> Pass. So, um, <laughs> you know, first and foremost, Tim, uh, vaping is the future. Yeah, so it's true. You need to get out of there while you can. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be part of the future. I, I, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I used to open. Um, I worked at a retail pharmacy in a very bad neighborhood. Okay. And half the neighborhood was like aging, uh, <gasps> like aging, <laughs> aging, like World War II retirees, like that generation. Wow. And okay. they would show up um, so Fred, early. excuse What's me, up? the greatest generation. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I apologize. Thank you. I apologize. <laughs> And like you said, man, like, not like you who, like, cater to a degenerate yeah. customer base. No. I serve the community. Proudly. I, pr- I proudly uh, <laughs> keep um, the... You keep the flame on? Yeah. Well, you know, I, they, people like that need to have somewhere to go. Otherwise, they'll just go harass civilians. So we, we just, we draw them in with our shiny uh, water pipes and, and whatnot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That you don't want to have a bunch of crazed... Weed freaks, yeah, dashing up and Just down the main drag in Logan Square, sma- shaking people down for water pipes. windows. <laughs> Gunny weed, Show man. Show me your giant bong. Dude, it I would love to here. watch a hippie get stopped and frisked. <laughs> like, I would like cheer the cops on if, if I watched oh, that. Act. No, because I have seen that. Because um, oh. I went to school in Madison, and uh-huh. you probably didn't hear about this, but this was like a big deal in 2003. Um, where there was like Madison's like a a a destination vacation for Halloween in the in the upper Midwest. <laughs> I've been I've been in Madison. Here's a fun fact about University of Madison. Uh, a lot of like the Native Hawaiian activists, like that very first generation, were came out of University oh. of yeah. They all came out of that program for some reason, man. Huh. Like the very first. Like here's another weird thing. The very first. English to Tagalog slash Filipino dictionary was written by someone from uh, University of Wisconsin Madison. That is really like, cool. It's very odd. That yeah. I don't know what happened. Over uh, there. Uh, another fun fact. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, let me look up his name. The former president of Peru, uh-huh. uh, who is originally An from Japan. Dictator. Yeah. Oh. No, he was just corrupt. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's crazy corrupt. Um, he w- attended the University of Wisconsin Madison. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah, uh, Fujimori. That's right, Alberto yeah, yeah. Fujimori. Um, so yeah, that's fun. This, um, is, good. this is this is good fact talk. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know It'd any be of these beat facts. Down, dude. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So so uh, I think it was 2003, which is like the first year I attended uh, the University of Wisconsin Madison. Um, and Halloween, it was just, it had already been like a thing for a while where people would come from out of town and it was like a big like, you know, everyone amasses on State Street wearing their dumb costumes and being uh-huh. rowdy children. Um, wow, there's so much derision in my voice already. They were um, full of spotted cow beer. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, that's no, that's too fancy for that for that age. Like you'd be like 
Mickey's Mickey's and Schlitz, yeah. Um, But yeah, so like, for some reason, and maybe just been like, I don't know, like, vague anti-Bush anger, but like, just a riot happened for no clear reason. What? Just like people started like like a you know like a polite riot. No, it was like smashing windows and you know yeah like just like but like a rowdy like exuberant riot. But like with with like you know. It's sort of like it was half happy and half furious. It's like some people were just like, oh, we're just doing stuff together. This is fun. And some people were like, ah, let's destroy so like, the Starbucks. So like I do want to have like a band called Polite Riot now. Polite Riot's pretty Polite good. Riot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Polite Riot. I want a riot. Polite Riot. A riot of my own. Uh, uh, Fred, what have you wrought? What if we rot? Was it karaoke night tonight or last week? I forget. That was, that was, la- that was last week, yeah. <laughs> we might have a little bit of karaoke in store, though. Um, oh, yeah? Not, I don't want to say for sure. I want to sing Run Around. Run Around. <laughs> I, I, That's I, a good one. I do really want to do Misery by Soul Asylum. Because I can do a pretty good, terrible, uh, like, grunge voice. Uh-huh. Which, what's the guy's name? Dave Dave. Perner, Perner, I think Perner's right. Yeah, he's got yeah. that like kind of like uh, like a little bit of the, the the gruffness to it, but like he like he's he like he like he has to remind himself to, uh-huh. to be to be to put some dirt in his voice, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, I wanted I always wanted to know like that Northwest grunge singing is that like underbite singing or singing from the oh, side of think. your mouth? Like I never. Uh, uh, let me th- let me think. Uh, Frustrate Yeah, it's a little bit underbitey. It's a little underbitey. Yeah, you kinda you kinda get Frustrated Incorporated. Yeah, I'm getting like a little little bit of an underbite in that one. Yeah. Okay. Um but yeah, so there was a lot of like it, it got to like the tear gas level, the uh the, oh the first God. riot. Um, and like, I'm surprised that you only even have tear gas over there. Well, That's you know, crazy. We, we've 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 subsequently learned that the police forces in our country are very very overheard. You mean like some sort of sleepy southern town? Yeah, <laughs> like, like Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, in, in fairness, like Madison was also in the '60s. Like there was a significant amount of violence between the Guaranteed police Vietnam, force. Right? And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think they they have since then. Like just been waiting. No, but I, like, I've been to Madison. I've seen how like, you know, nice and small. Like you know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. like that's kind of creepy. Like them smashing up like local stores and shit. That's yeah. Up. And I, I think yeah. that a lot of it was it was like it wasn't directed. It wasn't like let's take out the Starbucks and the yeah. you know the Dunn Brothers. Let's smash up all oh. the other. Let's, basically, it was a lot of coffee shop violence. We got to burn down yeah. the Majestic Theater. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but then, like, I remember, this is how, like, this is, like, the like a real good, young, privileged Tim moment where um, I think I was hanging out with the girl uh, that I knew okay. And we um, were, like, in my, like we, we left when things were going bad. And then we um, were, like, we, like, heard that there was tear gas being uh, expelled at people. Like, uh. ooh, let's go check that out. <laughs> like, let's go see. Let's go see what that looks like. <laughs> you sick fuck. <laughs> Not like I wanted to see people like like writhing on the ground. But it was I'm just joking. I would love uh, to see that, dude. I would love to see someone take a but, baton to the face and everything. Like, no, but it was like, yeah, like when you when you're like every ninety percent of 
22 year old because it's a curiosity yeah 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 because you don't know and, and i mean i feel kind of terrible about that now because it's like that's honestly a really it's prob- i don't know right. i mean it's yes it's privileged but i think honestly that's but so of course, probably a yeah. com- it would be a common reaction but it's so of course yeah. we go we, we go down there and like the tear gas mist <laughs> just hits us Ooh. And it was just, and I was just like, oh, like, just like. So you found out. I think I actually yelled, I have allergies pretty loud. <laughs> <laughs> like, not really at anybody, but just like, <laughs> as like a, as like some sort of unconscious, terrified response. It's not actually as funny as Prince laugh makes it seem. It's pretty funny though. It is pretty funny. But Fred's response to that is no, absolutely priceless. Legitimately, like he's like he probably like <laughs> like completely like misrepresented that incident. Like yeah, I was protesting and I got no. I, I yeah, I I'm not gonna. I know how it is. <laughs> no, I was I was I was morbidly curious to see Hashtag what happens Ferguson. when 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 the police <laughs> fling tear gas canisters at you. And then I and then I got a little bit in my eyes and ran crying back to my apartment. Oh, I don't know if I was actually crying. I probably was. Yeah, I was probably. Oh, crying. there was a kid. I gotta tell you. So I went to a, a pretty fucked up school for middle school, and there's this. It was like imagine trying to teach science to us animals, right? Sure. So there was like this science teacher, who um, he was just having a rough time controlling all these local kids. This white guy. Yeah, right. And, like, he, like, this one kid was, like, literally, like, always threatening to, like, do something. And then one day he goes, what if, he goes, uh, what if I have to, do you think I could bring, um, do you think I have to wait, bring pepper spray to control you? And he was just joking, and then this kid was like, oh, bro, pepper spray's not gonna do anything to me. So, this science teacher, in front of all of us, he goes, he goes, I'll tell you what. James, <laughs> if you can, if you dab, this was the the quote unquote science experiment. He sprayed um, pepper spray into a wet paper towel, and he said if James dabbed oh. it underneath his nose and underneath his eyes, and he did not try to wash it out, he could full on take a swing at the teacher. Wow, this is a science class. In that's a well, grade. that's 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 an experiment, <laughs> right? <laughs> The hypothesis is James can't do this without uh, get washing. It's, it's almost like it's almost like a psych, it's like a like a psychological experiment, really. <laughs> How tough are you yeah. in your own mind? How strong is your will? This counts. This is like this is like uh, I mean, it's not it's not real. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know how you do this as a as a you know not like a, a proper double double blind experiment, but you know uh-huh. it's, it's fine. Um, yeah, there's no control. No, there's no control. No, no. You're not gonna let not. There's no placebo. Are they, unless you can get like ten Jameses to all <laughs> just dab different stuff under their eyes. Mind you, mind you, James uh, might have flunked out a few times and was built like a linebacker. Oh jeez. And he's <laughs> like this science teacher straight up put pepper spray down, and then he 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 did do it, and sure enough, this tiny little dab um, sent him into like a crying fit. Yeah. Like he was like. <laughs> I mean, like, look, James is not the villain in this story. Yeah. <laughs> the science teacher is, like, kind of the villain in the story. He but knew... you know what? You know what? James stood tall. He didn't snitch. He okay. He didn't snitch. Okay. He didn't tell. Right. Uh, he, didn't, he just kept. He looked like he was crying all day long. It was insane. It was Did... insane. Everybody was like. 
<laughs> do, do you think that they're still friends? <laughs> that same science teacher um, was a failed comic book dealer. So in the back of the science oh. room, instead of like supplies, he had rows and rows and rows of unsold comics. And I bought uh, Punisher War Journal from that guy and Spawn Number One. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I can't. Then. I can't decide if What's that? selling comic books from the back of your middle school science classroom <laughs> is awesome, or maybe the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Check it out. Ten per, uh, How he sold it was ten percent off cover price. Ten uh, percent of cover price. Ten percent. Yeah. So whatever the cover is price is. Oh, you're taking off the sales tax, basically. No, ten percent no, 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 of no. it. Of it. Oh, ten percent. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I didn't mean to. That's to... pretty good, yeah. actually. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. But also that's a fantastic very deal. weird. Because <laughs> very the thing is, weird. Like, I I collected baseball cards as a child because, uh-huh. like, what is it? Can, who in this world would not guess that I collected baseball cards as a child? Like, that's the most Everyone obvious. Everyone knows, Tim. Yeah. You don't, I didn't have to say that. Like, I just go back and, and skip over that part of the show. Go back and listen to it again, but skip over it to prove uh-huh. that I didn't have to say it. Uh-huh. Anyone who's listening to this in the future. And let me move on now. Um, and, like, that is the worst investment because there was, like, a brief, like, moment where they were actually worth a lot of money because there was people cared about baseball. And then all of a sudden, it's just like they're basically worth less than the cardboard they're printed on. <laughs> and like, but comic books are like, it's it's a terrible investment in oh, terms yeah. of like reading uh-huh. it because it takes you five minutes to read and then it just gets like gross. Yeah. Um, but if you don't ever touch it and just keep it someplace, uh-huh. yeah, who knows? Spawn One's probably it, worth a lot of money right now. No, you know what Spawn One is worth what? right now? After uh, keep, I still have that copy. Can I guess? Yeah. Let, let, let's let Laura and I both guess. Oh, I don't All know. Right. I don't know. All right, I'll guess first, you guess. and then you just then you just say one dollar, and then by the Price is Right rules, you'll get it right if it's less than that. Um, I'm gonna say it. Spawn One is worth because of the tone of your voice. Uh-huh. Twenty dollars. Oh, okay, okay. 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 Lauren. Lauren. Well, I feel like you just. I don't know. I lowballed you. I lowballed you. You, I can't tell what Fred's reaction means. It's, it's very complex because he started off being like, "Like, oh, you you were expecting this, you know?" He was like trying to trying to uh, basically manipulate me into guessing low, which he succeeded in doing. So, really, the question is: is 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 Fred like playing like a, is is this a layered game? I'm just gonna say it's either in? gonna be five dollars or forty dollars. Okay. Okay. Holy you can't shit. you can't guess both of those at the same time. You got to pick one. I don't care enough about this right. to do this. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna guess for Lauren on her behalf. Five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Last time I checked, it was eighteen dollars. Wow. <laughs> I did, but that was a long. You were pretty close. That was. I'm like, yeah. I'm looking it up now. Man, how much is it worth? I don't even know. Yeah, it's it's basically the same. It's wow. basically the same. We buy a couple beers. <laughs> Probably I should get into the comic book market. I've got a real like I've got a good head for this, apparently. Do you have pogs? Maybe pogs are I, worth something. I feel like I I bet there's still some sitting in my mom's garage. Oh that hell was, yeah. Did I you was so into pogs? Yeah. That was a weird... have political pogs? No. Because of that no, because it was a big thing at my like youth group, so it was like not 
Like a like a tip like, like a tip O'Neill pog or we something. We had like Jesus pogs. <laughs> so like, what would be your slammer? Would it be just like a there was a guy at my church God? who totally made them, who like oh, made them awesome. out of like brass or whatever, and like just engraved little fishes on them. Made them out of compressed Bibles. <laughs> Blasphemy, Tim. <laughs> yeah, man. We had um. I remember when I was a kid, like the local Democratic Party had like pogs. Oh, that's of, smart. Of like, yeah, of like. Oh, uh, those would be so cool, like that, to have still. Indoctr- yeah. Indoctrinate the youth while they're nice and vulnerable. I love it. <laughs> All right, uh, guys. All right. Y'all have a good night. You too, Fred. The circus. Thanks. Bye, Fred. So. To reiterate Thanks the topic. Thanks for not telling most of that awful That's story. That's fine. Yeah, I didn't want to hear more about the poor uh, elephant. Okay, so the topic is. The topic is running away with the circus. Can it still be done in and, some form? Right. And what is your own personal version of running away with the circus? I'm still thinking about it. I mean, I feel like I'm not going to – I don't want to, like, plug the fact that uh, – uh, my 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 band is playing a show tomorrow for the first time. Oh, I just forgot Uh-oh. to do the. Bl- That's fine. Um, your band doesn't have bed music, right, Lauren? I'm kidding. Me, 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 me. Um, <laughs> like yeah. So I I, I went Would- through a long period of feeling like playing music in any sense was kind of an indulgence, and so I feel like to some extent even having like a hobby rock band is like a temporary version of running away with the circus. Like it mm. makes me feel like I'm doing something worthwhile while we're playing. Um, but it doesn't actually have that commitment. Like it has to have the commitment of like you pick up everything that you own or like you put everything on like a What do you call the, the thing that's on like the end of a broom? Your, like uh, your bindle. Bindle. Like you put it in a bindle. You put your iPhone <laughs> and, and your, uh, I don't know. Your uh, your chinos in a bindle, your, your spare chinos, and then you just you, you hit the road. Like being in a band doesn't. But you wouldn't. It being in a band though, like a real band that was touring, isn't this for you, right? Oh no, that would be the that would be the actual version of that. Would be like if I was. Would in, you though? Would I tour? Just like all the time. Yes, but I would probably get sick of it. Well, that's going to be a problem. Well, I know. I mean, also, Lauren, it's not going to happen. I'm kidding. Yeah. It sounds like hell on earth to me, but I know yeah. that that's like the thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Mostly I, dudes. I don't think it would bother me, but I also like, you know, I wouldn't be doing it. I'm not going to be like, uh, what's a band that tours constantly? For, like, uh, I, I don't want to bring them up, but, you know, be traveler. I think it's a gross dude thing. I feel like yeah. if you're always touring, it's because you actually want to just get laid all the time. Yeah. Um, I was watching. Uh, there's, there's like a. Oh yeah, Fr- Fr- Fred. Fred has just pointed out in the chat that Fish is definitely a band that is the primo example. Sorry for using the word primo of the band that tours constantly because they're avoiding real life responsibilities. But yeah, I was watching. Um, so there was a comment, uh, a documentary came out a few years ago called I think I Am Comic, which is like about stand-up comics because 
Stand up comics like nothing better than to talk about how fascinating it is to be a stand up comic. <laughs> Would you give them a chance? Uh, it is like I, you know, I like stand up comedy, so I watched it and I got to talk. Like there's people I like on it, um, people that I respect talking about it, and it's and they're interesting. But of course, the guy who, who the guy who uh, directed it, who seems like a, I don't know, he seems all right, I guess. Used to be a stand up, and now he's just like, well, I'll just do the next best thing, which is make a movie about it. Um. And then he made a sequel called, I think, I Am Road Comic. Oh, no. Thanks, Michael, in the chat. Uh, his name is Jordan Brady. And the, 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 the sequel uh, contained a scene. I can't remember his first name. I think Friedlander is his last name. Where he's just talking about the reason why he likes being a road comic is because of, like... He uses like he was joking in a way where I'm like, all right, maybe you're maybe you're actually joking or maybe but there was it wasn't actually funny, uh, like how he's like slept with all the ladies and what Judah Friedlander. Thank you, Callie. I'm really engaging with the chat tonight. It's it's very. What uh, is the story? Sorry. So he's talking about like like he like he basically sleeps with all the women in one town, so he has to go to another one. So there's like a fresh batch, and it was phrased as a joke. But it was not a good joke. Like that's both stupid and offensive because it's stupid. It's it, it was it, it was almost certainly a joke. But it was like yeah, but you uh, don't. Yeah, I, I don't usually think it's funny to be like I am going to make any joke that decides that women are commodities to be expended by you, a person yeah. who isn't funny enough to come up with an original joke. Also, I don't know you, dude. Like, for all I know, you're a creep. There's a yeah, lot I don't of, care. A lot of this person isn't interesting to me. Yeah. So, yeah, also seems sort of like the same thing as being a touring musician. Yeah. There's a certain, like, getting, like, not wanting to be, either to not have a base, like, not, ha- not have a place that you call home and have to be at and get sick of and, you know, need to escape. Because if you just don't have a home, then you never have to feel like you're sick of being there. Right. It's it's like a permanent vacation. For me, I don't know. I don't feel like it necessarily has to involve the component of leaving everything that is in your life. Because for me, specifically running away to join the circus as a concept is about your job being really terrible. Yeah. And not necessarily about, like, your society or, like, your immediate social group or relationships oppressing you um, or depressing you. But that's... I mean, we've talked about this a little bit. I changed jobs recently and now I work outside 100% of the time in the woods doing forestry and plant work. I wish you would have said doing like like a secret uh, grotto circus. That sounds gross and weird and I'm not into it. You don't like the sound of a secret grotto circus? That doesn't sound like a... It's something about those words in combination (laughs) that I have a real problem with. (laughs) Almost any two of them, 
Well, Secret Grotto is really the problem. Circus just sort of tops it off. I'm totally going to... I'm going to write a song called Secret Grotto and dedicate it to you, Lauren. (laughs) Well, I'm not the gross one in this situation. You're right. I I won't do it. I I might do it, though. I won't. I won't. I won't. I'm making an... I'm uncontrollably (laughs) making a face that I wish I weren't making. Well, no, I, I see. I mean, no, but my yeah. point being that. No, go ahead. It was enough. It's enough for me, I think, at this point. Like, finding a job where I'm not in an office and I'm not doing office type things for me was like running away to join the circus. Was It was sort of the, the aha moment and where I was like, I can do something else with my life that won't make me miserable all the time. Because, apropos of grad school, that was a terrible decision. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, I, you're, you're not alone. I'm not, I, I don't want to necessarily like call out the program you're a part of, but I know at least one or two people who aren't you who've had a similar thing where they were like close to the end of the program were just like, nope, like this is not worth my time. It's driving me nuts. I don't like these people. Um, cool? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Specific, and for me, yeah. it was just, it was a specifically bad choice for me. And you're in ac- like... academia too, which is like not every grad school necessitates staying in that world yeah humanities grad school does which is sort of where i was or is where i was um but yeah it was just like i don't know there are so many jobs that are the worst job um that when i think about doing them it makes me want to just not go on and so like for me finding something that I like doing that is outside because I'm a hick from a hick place yeah. and I can be outside all day even though it's like it's crappy all day long but I, I like that part of it is for me like joining the circus even though it's still work you know I understand that though I mean you know I, I I'm probably not somebody who's ever going to have a job where I'm outdoors all the time I wouldn't even necessarily mind it it's just not something I I gravitate towards oh yeah it's like i posted something on twitter about this recently i have gotten used to literally sweating through every shirt that i'm wearing every single day i'm at work i also like i I am disgusting i catch on fire in the sun too he does yes yeah Um, it has to do with like the part where your head isn't actually attached to your body you're also part vampire i i somehow it's very problematic i'm very hairy but also have paper thin skin like bright well, white be- well because like your your hair sort of like takes the place of your skin your skin's armoring capacity yeah. I have um I'm you know uh the question is really do I still count as a human it's up in the air there's no clear answer yet I might be a new strain of uh living creature like that new virus thing yeah we, I actually haven't confirmed that I may have just dreamed that that's uh, I, I, it was one of those things where I like you know the the, the the best thing about the internet is providing you with facts that are derived from a single article that you then repeat to someone else as if it is verified um, and I remember reading that 
scientists discovered a new type of virus that is constitutes a separate kingdom. Meaning it is like a distinct form of life. And I feel like I made it up. It's from space. Have I verified this fact in any We're not going to do it. Nope. Let's not do it. Can't be bothered. Um, do you want to play a couple songs maybe? And then. Yeah, let's do bit? it. I think we're going to. We're going to run yeah. late. We're going right? to go late. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Screw you, Mixler. Um, you know what? I'd like to thank Mixler for providing uh, a space to do the show. And the worst possible customer service. Yes. Why am I? I'm like, I will. I will. And garbage hosting. Yell at them on Twitter, but I feel weird actually. Like, you know, I feel a little bad. At times. I don't at all. No, I'm just kidding. I don't care. I pay them money. I'll be clear. I'm not going to say how much money. I've already said on the internet if you want to take a look. But I pay them money. And the actual service itself is of questionable value, is all I'm going to say. Any suggestions about audio broadcasting? Hosts mm -hmm. are always welcome, but we've looked into it, and it is not. There's not a lot. Yeah. We'll find something, though, because this cannot stand. And in the meantime, some tunes. We will, we will not be doing a video broadcast at any point. Um I'm only comfortable. It would be really yeah. weird. You don't want that. I'm only uncomfortable being in on, on in video when I'm playing a, a, a kooky character. Because I'm a character actor. Let's <laughs> gonna draw out this silence as long as possible, and play some music. Dedicated to Mixler. Yep. This is this this song. Is dedicated to Mixler. I've got a message for you, and you're not going to like it. Pray for death. All right. We're Welcome back. back. Sorry. Here, let's do that again. All right. There well. you go. Welcome back to Low Level Rage. I'm Lauren. I'm Tim. I don't like that one. Here, let's do the, 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 the name introduction again real quick. You go. Hello, and welcome back to Low Level Rage. I'm Lauren. And I'm Tim. 
That's better. That's very cool. Yeah. I don't want to sound over-eager. I also don't want to ever use the phrase over-eager again. That's the one you have issue with tonight? There's something about it. It wasn't Secret... Secret Grotto? Grotto Circus? Secret Grotto Circus? That's not the one? <laughs> that's basically it. That's basically like... I think I feel like Robert Pollard of Guided by Voices would like happen upon that title and be like, no, that's too much. Yeah, that's too much. The man who wrote Hot Freaks. <laughs> too much for him. What did we hear, Tim? Oh, I'm glad you asked. We heard Black Grape with Kelly's Heroes from the classic album It's Great When You're Straight Ellipses. Yeah. That's It's Great When You're Straight. Yeah. And before that, The Monks with I Hate You from their... I was going to call it seminal, but uh, I hate that word. It's a it's accurate. Gross. I know. Um, Black Monk Time is the album. Cool. And I love that that was just coincidentally on the playlist. Apropos. Yeah. Mixler. No. I want to fight you, Mixler. I want to fight your whole company. Until my fists are bruised and bloodied. I'll knock you all out. I'm completely bluffing. I haven't been in a fight in 15 years, so. <sighs> you know, got to get it out, though. So I, I think we should bring up the fact, I mean, if you're comfortable talking about it, because um, everyone in the chat has been making Burning Man jokes for the last 20 minutes. Well, it's on. Burning Man is now. It's now. Burning Man is go. We did discuss putting on the Burning Man live feed to investigate the madness. Oh, yeah, we should do that. Because it is, my friends, my first year in 10 years. That I am not at said hippie dirt rave. I'm going to do this on my other computer. That's right. I own two computers. <laughs> so did you want to talk about it? Yeah. Because, I mean, um, I've never been, technically. I, I did, yeah. He did visit me I, yes. briefly last yeah. year in the desert before the event started because I work at weird times. Because I don't really, I don't know about all that party stuff anymore, you guys. I did send Emma's dad to Burning Man, indeed. And yes, folks, with your Burning Man inspirational dad movie, I can help you. For a fee. Was there something specific you wanted to know? Well, Working mean, for Burning Man is kind of like running away to join the circus. Though I would definitely argue that going to Burning Man is not at all like running away to join the circus because you don't have to do any actual work. Right, but I mean, like, you so did... that's how I feel about you, that. You went to it for the first time, what, you were like, what, 
19? 17. 17? Okay, I was going to say I have 17. I didn't, though. Um, which is, like, the age. I mean, I think, like, the traditional age for running away with the circus is probably a little bit lower. But, you know, 17 is the new 12 in, in terms of that kind of thing. Um, but, like, that's the age when you when you say, I don't want to be part of society. I want to do something strange. I want to, like, kind of make a symbolic act against the status quo and stuff. Honestly, it was just every what everyone in my hometown did. Mm, interesting. I grew up fairly close to the event site, so it's just sort of that everyone went. I mean, of course, like, my mom didn't want me to go, but too bad. Look, Mom, you don't own me. Right? Uh... I don't know. What would you say? What would you say to your mom when you? It wasn't so much as like running away to join the circus, though, as it was just like running away to get involved in some kind of really dangerous stuff that you're not not supposed to be doing when you're seventeen. It's not permanent. It's just a. You know, it's like what? It's how long is it again? Like, is it ten days or something like that? Mm, Eight. Eight. Ish. Okay. Oh, I just bumped my headphones into the microphone like a amateur. But working for the event, I would liken to being significantly more like going, running away to join the circus. Because you spend a lot of time doing a lot of really weird crap with a bunch of weirdos. For a while, in the middle of nowhere. And this is That part's fun. This is before Burning Man was taken over by uh, the, uh, like, aristocratic tech scum. They've kind of always been there, to be honest. Have they? Oh, interesting. Not in... Well, they didn't exist in the way that you mean it 10, 11 years ago. In that, like, celebrity tech billionaire way that they do now. But... Brainman has always been the safe haven of rich white people. But that's not, that's not necessarily all there is to it. Like it doesn't 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 taint no. the whole proceedings. It is pretty much all just white people, though. Interesting. Okay. Um. It, no, it's worse in some ways. It's worse in a lot of ways. I don't know. I haven't actually gone to the event as like a participant in years. I don't. I can't speak to that aspect of it. It's it's it's, it's much. And I can't really talk about the work that I do too much. Because we've talked about how. Um, based on my my general inability to relax, just like constitutional inability to truly relax, um, if I were to go, I would have to do it in some kind of capacity where I'm working. So you hate the beach. Yeah. Beach is just for vacays. I can't. I can't. What do you mean? I'm gonna sit on the beach for four hours. I know. I don't know what you do. You what? like stare at a rock or a yeah. book or something. Trying to like play some play some volleyball, sure. I'll play some volleyball. I'll like build a sandcastle. But I think that is sort of part of what why the metaphor of running away to join the circus is interesting to both of us is that it involves working. It involves like vocation or avocation. At least it involves doing something that you care about. Um, And just yeah, going to some weird escapist. rich 
rave party in the dirt is not really that. that as be, much as I think people want it to be, um, would be f- in their just sort of impoverished souls. I'd be furious at those people. I would just be looking around like, like I, I once I know they're there, I would be primed to, to, to see them, and I would just be mad the whole time. Yes. I don't... But it sounds like they... they I don't want to... Yeah. yeah, I don't even know how far into this I want to go. You don't have to. I mean, it's as much as, you know... It's I know it's the thing where it's like you can't talk about the actual work that much because of... It's more just yeah. like I... It is a sufficiently large event that if there are people there that you don't think that you would get along with, um, like tech billionaires, you don't really have to interact with them. Sure. Though... Yes, I believe that they are becoming increasingly the norm. Um, And it's less like weird, dirty, blowing stuff up and more lame, expensive gadget stuff. Like, so let's imagine a scenario. Like, let's say somebody's walking around wearing a Google Glass. Because that's going to happen. It, it has to have already happened. Right? That has to be... Like, like there has to be someone right oh, now. I, oh, I bet. And you, there are, like... And somebody should punch that person in the face. Right. Specifically into the Google Glass. Just break it into their... No, don't don't break it into their face. I'm saying this. I don't actually don't want... No, but what, yeah. what you could do and what you should do and what would happen there eventually for absolutely certain is that somebody would say that's unacceptable and that would actually be able to be made to stick. Yeah. Because uh. it's a private event and that's actually not allowed. What is... Um, so unlike normal society where you can get fired for telling someone they're being a huge lame jerk about recording everything in your workplace, um, at least at Burning Man, as far as I know, still it's a very important part of it that you not be a huge jerk and people tell you about that. Do you want to see the sort of off topic? Do you want to see the live feed of Burning Man right now? Yeah, is it cool? Oh, look, it's a dirt party. Oh, it's full of lights and crap and dust, and probably raining because it's rained a lot this year, and I'm really jealous. I think there was someone blowing fire. I imagine there's there's like basically wherever you look, there's somebody blowing fire, like out of their mouths. Yeah. Breathing fire, blowing fire. Uh, fire a, breathing is not as much of a thing, but fire spinning is definitely a everywhere thing. Really, it's the lamest. I've seen fire breathing. It's kind of cool. I, I I I sort of imagine that like Burning Man, like you see someone breathing fire, you're like, oh, yawn. What else you got? Um, fire breathing is rare enough that it's always cool. Okay. It's fire in your mouth. It is pretty cool. I'm not trying fire to... Fire spinning yeah. is just like snore, unless someone's yeah. really, really talented, which is rare. Sure. It's kind of like the Burning Man equivalent of uh, the hippie dude who has that, that like stick thing that you juggle with. You know what I'm talking about? That like, uh, you got like two sticks and you like bounce it back and forth between two sticks. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Juggling, just juggling thing. It's not juggling. It's like some dumb hippie version of, of juggling. But not fire or no. on, yes fire. Yeah, I mean that metaphor just totally fell on its face. 
I mean, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what the metaphor was supposed to be. It's like the hip, it's like the Burning Man version of seeing hacky sack. Like someone who's really good at hacky sack, you're like, eh, it's fine. Go play soccer. You also see hacky sacks. I, I bet. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Fred. The things I'm talking about are called devil sticks. Of course they're called devil sticks. I saw all three of your messages about that, Fred, and just decided not to say anything. I don't know. That feed looks pretty boring. It is really boring. There are a lot of vehicles with crazy lights uh, moving around, which is kind of neat, I guess. What is that camera on top of center camp? I think so. I can't actually see it, so it's really not important to me. Well, Burning Man's boring and over. I gave up. The end. I'll be starting a, uh, a spinoff of Burning Man, nominally entitled Burning Tim. Where I'll be in charge. Um, we're going to have a no drugs policy. Where will this take place? It will take place at my parents' house. Just inside or like in the backyard? <laughs> oh, it can spread into the backyard, I think. Is um, it a land party? Well, I, I wish you hadn't ruined the surprise, but yes, it, it will be a Minecraft land party. Um, but also, uh, we're going to hire a juggler and someone to paint, uh, to do caricatures. Which is, you know. Wow. Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. good. So look forward to Burning Tim in 2015. Get ready to not get crazy. Maybe get a little crazy. We will be. We, we will and get like three things painted on your we're, face. We're gonna get a uh, one bottle of Mountain Dew and one uh, like a two liter bottle of Mountain Dew and a, and a two liter bottle of Diet Mountain Dew and a pizza. Yeah, we'll get one cheese pizza and a pepperoni pizza. Mediums, two me a medium cheese and a medium pepperoni. Um. Maybe we'll get extra cheese on the on the cheese pizza. Whoa. Just, yeah. Whoa. Crazy. So, okay, we've exhausted this topical <laughs> topic. And... We do have to sing a song. Are we gonna sing a song? Duh. I, I don't wanna. I don't wanna like. Uh, you know. I don't wanna. Oh, play, we're singing it. Play that card too soon. No, I mean yeah. we're not doing it right now, but we have to do oh, it. Get ready, guys! It's gonna be a, a barn burner. It's gonna be great. We have a caller on the air. Hello, Callie. You're on the air with Low Level Rage. Kelly, are you there? Oh, no. You're not on the air with oh, Little no. Over Rage. Wait, am I on now? Oh, yes, Hooray! you are. Hey, what's your name and where are you from? Hi, I'm John <laughs> Popper, and I'm waiting for you. Oh, jeez. Uh, see, this is what you get, Tim. This is what you get for asking. People, am I doing, is that a, that creepy, like, radio guy voice too much, or is, is that okay? Um. 
Um, it's a lot better than some of your other voices. I oh, that's not saying. that's not saying much. <laughs> that's not saying much at all. Um, <laughs> look, I'm not a professional voice actor. Well, not with that attitude, you're not. That's a good point. You should train. FC. <laughs> Is there a school for that? Um. No, oh, no, no. Now he's just going to be practicing trying... all the time. Someone's probably trying to defraud a bunch of dopey, terrible actors into giving them money for that. I am, I <laughs> am, I am, I am very ready to be defrauded. I'm just sitting here waiting. Also, Lauren will just like hear me like what, like stomping around the house going like, hey, uh, what, uh, whoa, like just doing like weird, obnoxious vocal exercises. It will be the worst thing. It will be hell on earth. That kind of thing, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's not right in any sense of the word. <laughs> I might have it. to actually run away. <laughs> uh, so you have a, a a new jock jam for us, right? I, I do. Um, Very exciting. This one, I was trying to go between a couple of them, but this one I chose because... They basically say the name of their band and the song a couple of times. Oh. Cool. Yeah. I, li I, li I like that. I like when a, when a, a hit single also reminds you who's performing it. Yeah, they don't actually say the name, but they okay. they say parts of the name. Okay. So okay. Okay. Ooh, it's like a puzzle. All right. Yes. Um, I should give a little bit of backstory to let you know which when it's on. Do you want um, do you, jock jam volume? Do you want a little bit of background music for this? Um yeah. Okay, that. let me let me uh let me let me uh look at my library, my extensive library of jock jams. I almost said library. I think I might have said library. Ugh. Were you watching the Simpsons marathon cuz No. No. We I I um this is something Lauren and I have sort of bonded over. We weren't we weren't like really big Simpsons fans as as kids. I don't think either of us. Uh, it's okay. I know. It, I feel like I should be ashamed, and I'm like, no, I shouldn't. It's a oh. it's a it's a show. Who cares? Just not really a Simpsons asshole. Yeah. it's fine. Uh, do do what song am I gonna choose? So while Tim's looking, I can tell you that this comes from Jock Jams Volume Five from 1999. This is gonna be entirely inappropriate. As background music. Okay. Uh, so everybody enjoy this. Callie, you'll just have Callie. to assume that it's. Okay. Whenever bizarre. you're ready. And this comes between Usher and the Mexican hat dance on the album. <laughs> I'm really excited for this. Okay. Okay, so this is Woof Woof by the. Nine boys, and that's with a Z. Oh, oh, it's all too exciting already. All right, better ride you in tune to the sounds of the dance floor giant 69. So you see, they get into it really quickly. Wow, yep, second line. Not make you dance, and I brought my dogs with me. Check it out. I really don't care about any of this other than the times <laughs> that they say 69. <laughs> Which it sounds like is multiple times. You can yeah. skip to the good bits if you like. Um, I, I'll go right into the second verse. Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all dance, who think I'm pretty? Loud man breaking your town. 
Um, I think that this person writing the lyrics screwed up because it's it's written as were the voice to make you get down, but it's obviously we're the voice. Were were the voice to make you get down? Or force. The force. We're the force. We're the force. I, I actually like that mistake though. Were the force to make you get down? Uh, yeah. stop being all metaphysical. Were it? Okay, so. No. And a bigger mess in your plans. <laughs> I don't know how that sentence is supposed to work. <laughs> um, it's it's no as in knowledge, as not no as in negative. Um, it beats nothing, so I dance. 69, mic <laughs> on the ground, breaking it down, wanting more time. And at that point, they stopped mentioning 69 for the most part. Um, I think that they mentioned 36 at some point. What is that? Is that, a, um, is that a different sex reference? Life of 36 and tear the club up. Oh. I don't... Is this like a... Is there like a numer numerology thing going on here that I'm not... This uh, is so complicated. Yeah. I feel like people spend so much time on like uh, the Kabbalah and stuff that they should probably focus on this song. This is where all the secrets really lie. I should quickly look up where the 69 boys are from since I can do that because of internet. Um, they're from Jacksonville, Florida. Weird. So southern hip-hop but not like Atlanta area. I was going to guess Georgia. Um, you, you the group was initiated by producers who worked with the Quad City DJs going back to my first Jock Jam that I read for you guys. The Quad City DJs. There's oh, never yeah. been... Like, no one has ever claimed uh, like cool cachet from being from quad cities or <laughs> tri cities, right? <laughs> like, if that's where you're from, though, man, that's all you got. Oh, I, their debut album was 199 Quad, so they were pretty proud. Well, you know what? Good for them. Um, I, I, uh, I think that it's a great joke name for a group. It's very, yeah, it's very, um, it's very explicit. I picked and the, the I least appropriate background music possible, I think, for this, which... It's I'm, actually kind of distracting. I'm kind of proud of in a weird way. Well, since you're at the background music, I should tell you guys what the chorus is. Oh, good. Let me pick some different music for it. Um, I think I do better oh, this okay. time. Just give me a second. Um, do, do, do. Do do ba, ba, da, ba. pick in the background music. This is not the background music. Oh, it's not? Nope. I should hang up then. Oh no, it's still going. There we go. <laughs> New background music. All Here right. we go. Alright, good. Woof woof where you at. Woof woof where you at. Woof woof where you at where you at. That's the entire chord. <laughs> okay. It repeats, I think, 12 times? No, wait, 16 times. Nice. Mm -hmm. That's pretty. It's like they just ran out of ideas. Oh, like, oh, I, this is enough. I found another verse that I can read. Yo, Doug, you see a little <laughs> something you like? <laughs> and you say, here, kitty, kitty. 
here, kitty, kitty, kitty. <sighs> and she looking all good in the fuck tonight. I don't. You say here, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. If you use a dog and you need a fix, here's kitty, kitty. Oof. Here, kitty, kitty. Ugh. Oh, man. That's rough. There's like, there's almost nothing there. It's just so on the surface. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of impressive, actually. I'm glad that it's not um, something that seemed innocent, but then was super gross. like with, Right, um, like the train. Yeah. That was really horrifying. Come on, ride that the train. It's a choo-choo. Ride it. Right, it seems so nice. And then it turns out it's actually completely awful. This is, it, you're right, it is sort of weirdly innocent in just how on the surface it is. And the fact that they're, like, saying 69 in the song, and that's their band name. I think that they really had fun when they were writing this. So, because of that, I'm happy. But... It's, it's like it wasn't enough to be called the 69 Boys. Like, the, no, no, you guys don't get it. We're making a joke about the sexual connotations of the, of the number 69. We just think about it all the time. Yeah. Oh, um... Their first album had a picture of a mostly naked lady with Perfect. the letter 69 covering her boobs. I love it. Um, the Classic. The album had one of the guys with a really big number 69 in front of him. And their third album... Oh, crap. It doesn't show the picture. Yeah. That's useless. Wikipedia links to the same page when you click on the... <sighs> Boo. When did their first album come out? Uh, 94. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It's very early for uh, Southern hip-hop being like a national thing. Yeah. I guess the Florida's kind of like its own... I, I, like, cause, uh, what's, what's, their, what's their faces? The, uh, those creeps from Florida. Um, the Two Life Crew. Right? I think Floridian. Yeah, I think so. Because um, they were like late 80s. Mm-hmm. I wonder if 69 Boys are somehow related to or affiliated with 2 Live Crew. Affiliated with sounds like I'm being racist. Um, are they buddies? Are they buddies with 2 Live Crew is basically my question. I don't know. Maybe we could try and get Tom Traveling to tweet at one of them. <laughs> Wasn't that the greatest moment when Luther Campbell actually called into the best show? That was amazing. And like, thought he was gonna get Bill O'Reilly. Did he get being like, "Are you gonna Bill O'Reilly?" Was he saying like, "Are you gonna Bill O'Reilly me?" or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was crazy. And he never swore. No. He was. A, he was. He was a gentleman. I would say. He was. That was awesome. He actually see, like I don't I don't know much about him other than you know, uh, he was an accidental First Amendment crusader. Yeah. Um, who just wants money and nothing else. That's often how that that kind of thing happens. Yeah. It's fine. It's kind of like how Frank Zappa was. Yeah. He didn't oh. care about people. He just wanted money. And no, no, expression yeah. by money. Nothing annoys me more than like Frank Zappa being propped up like some First Amendment hero. <laughs> like he oh, like God. he actually cared about anybody else being able to make music. Like that guy could not care less about any attention to anyone that wasn't directed at him. I could have seen him playing the 2004 Republican National Convention. Yeah. Oh, he would have gone Here's um, this might be a little bit unfair, but like he would have been with uh, that Zucker brother and Dennis Miller, like the first to turn coward once nine eleven happens. Oh my Just... god, him and Dennis Miller! Oh my oh. god, 
Can that you is imagine? A match. They would have been. They would have. He would. Oh. He would have been like like a like either a co-host or maybe like he would just be a frequent call-in guest on the Dennis Miller show, whatever it's called. His 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 like his talk show thing. I'm a smarmy asshole. Yeah. Go off on a tangent. I mean, let me make a reference to like he like he make like a like a Robespierre reference or something, and then uh, make Im- racist implications about migrant workers in the, the same sentence. That kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? That's his shtick now. It's it will always be his shtick. Yeah. Maybe Zappa would like compose the theme song for Dennis Miller's program. Or if yeah, he could be guy. like the musical director <laughs> and be like the Kevin Eubanks or something. <laughs> this is a really horrifying alternate reality that we've concocted here. <laughs> Just like and also like imagine the complete lack of of a comedic chemistry between Frank Zappa and Dennis Miller. And anyone. Yeah, right. Like, who is, who is actually less funny than Frank Zappa? It's a very... It's like a handful of people. Very gifted musician, though. Let's be honest. If you like uh, the most notes in the smallest period of time, that's your dude. Yep, he's really good at putting together a lot of sounds that I don't care about. Uh, my, my dad uh, used to be in the like early to mid-70s. He uh, wrote for a Milwaukee alternate al- alternative le- weekly. Is that what you call it? Alternative weekly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was actually like, kind of an important paper in the, the area. It's like the Bugle American, which uh, Dennis Kitchen, who's this like kind of famous comic publisher, uh, owned, and so he like did music reviews mostly, and he uh, he he did like a group interview with Frank Zappa, and he asked him why he wouldn't let his band members drink or do I, I think it was drink or do drugs on the road. Yeah, yeah, Is that right. <laughs> like, and he got really mad because he was sick of being asked that. And that way, Maybe don't be an asshole. Though. Yeah, like, and I think his answer was kind of like, "Well, you know, it's really precise music." And it's like, well, you know what? Yeah, you know what? People uh, who 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 you know who plays really precise music, and also uh, some of whom do a lot of drugs, is uh, jazz musicians. Yeah, like a like a lot of and rock musicians, and probably let's be honest, classical musicians. I'm guessing a lot of them are not sober. All the yeah. time. Well, a lot of people just like to claim that their people didn't do those things. Like, I know that with the whole baseball thing, like, there people always go on about like, oh, the '90s, they're all on steroids, not like the '70s. But yeah. In the '70s, weren't they like always on amphetamines yep. and stuff? Everyone yeah. was, yeah, everyone was popping. What are they called like, blueies or something like that? Is that a, is there some gross term for them? Probably. Probably, but I, yeah, mm-hmm. all those rugged white heroes were just doing the exact same things as the Latino and black people that they hate. I just can't stop thinking about, like, Dennis Miller making some horrible reference, and he looks over to Frank Zappa, who just stares at him (laughs) dead-eyed. Hey, babe. Then he just... Yes? Ah, thanks. Thanks for... You know, like, it would just be the... 
it's actually kind of beautiful. I wish I, I wish I could actually do impressions. Yeah, because didn't Zappa like hate it when people applauded at the things he didn't want them to applaud? Yeah, to? no, yeah, he, oh, he God. looked looked down at his audience because uh, they they could never truly understand how brilliant he was. <laughs> it's always the greatest. It's like, dude, you're you're, you're still playing rock music, like it's not. Yeah. All right, and it's one thing when, like, John Lennon was thinking that he was the greatest thing in the world because at least he was super popular but did the media ever care about Frank Zappa? Only when only when the uh, the the um, Tipper Gore uh, yeah. parental advisory stuff went down um, but which... that wasn't really hand I was just oh people are controversial right <laughs> greenies greenies thank you Emma I got the color wrong they're greenies yeah, Emma. It's always been, yeah. I, th- this this whole like, w- let's pretend there's no drugs in a given industry until we can prove it's a, until we decide it's actually a problem is just ridiculous. Yeah. And, and no, and no sport is more self righteous than baseball. Like, sometimes I think you take away the self righteousness and like it just collapses on itself. Well, hockey's getting closer is the it? more the more ethnic minorities there are the more there are old white people calling every single black player disrespectful oh yeah yeah right yeah yeah because it, it's it's not a sport that that essentially officially condones fighting as a part of the sport yeah but like patrick kane assaulted a cab driver and like uh, the Avalanche's starting goalie, like, kidnapped his own wife. What? Stuff. Yeah, there was this whole domestic violence thing, and then he dragged her out, put her in the car, and he wouldn't let her get out of the car. This is this isn't is this the Avalanche's current starting goalie, or is this Patrick Waugh? Uh, well, Patrick Waugh also um, had domestic violence charges, yeah. but yes, it's. The guy being coached by Patrick Waugh. Great. Oh, is he the so coach he, of the Avalanche? I didn't even know that. Yes, there's a former wow. goalie who was a spousal abuser who's coaching a goalie who's a spousal abuser. It's okay. really gross. So, yeah, anytime that anyone tries to claim that hockey is not this horrible, horrible world. That's a mess. It's a fun game to watch, but the people behind it are so, so gross. Pretty much every sport is a political mess because every sport is... Um, I don't know. I'm not going to default to the whining about <laughs> capitalism thing again, but it's like, yeah, it's a business, and so they put up with people being awful when they can, and then they at other times will make up problems to control people, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyway... Kelly, that was a great call. Both by the 69 boys. Yeah, look it up. Put it in your iTunes library. Yay. <laughs> All right, good night. Good night. <sighs> well, I think we're going to wrap things up. You didn't want to do a song? That was a joke. We're not done.
So it was a rough, it was a rough start to the show. We had some technical problems. Um, we really struggled to get things together to put together a show for you guys. Um, but I think it was a fun night, and I think, in a sense, you could say tonight was saved. That was foreshadowing. Get ready. Close the curtains, cause all we need is candlelight. You and me, and the bottle of wine, hold you tonight. Well, we know I'm going away, and how I wish, I wish it wasn't so. Take this wine and drink with me, let's delay our misery. Save tonight, fight the break of dawn, come tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be gone, save tonight. Fight the break of dawn, come tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be gone, there's a log on the fire. And it burns like me for you. Tomorrow comes with one desire to take me away. What's true? It ain't easy. Say goodbye, darling. Please don't start to cry. Let's go, you know. I've got to go. That's the best part of the song. And Lord, I wish it wasn't so. Save tonight, and fight the break of dawn. Come tomorrow, tomorrow I'll be gone. Save tonight, and fight the break of dawn. Come tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be gone. Woo! Tomorrow comes to take me away. Wish that I that I could stay. But girl, you know I've got to go. Oh. Lord, I wish it wasn't so. Save tonight. And fight the break of dawn. Come tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be gone. Save tonight. And fight the break of dawn. Come tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be gone. Save tonight. And fight the break of dawn. Come tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be gone. Save tonight. Fight the break of dawn, come tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be gone. Tomorrow I'll be gone. Tomorrow I'll be gone. Tomorrow I'll be gone. Oh, that was too much. That was too much. Tomorrow I'll be gone. Sorry. I took it too far. I took it way too far. 
That's enough. All right, song. Okay, we get it. Yep. No way, man. It's okay. not over yet. Yeah, all right. Keep going. Sure. He has to, like, walk down the street with favorite. his bunch yeah, of flowers. Right. I will say, the video for that song... Pretty good? ...is excellent. It's pretty good. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm probably going too far with excellent. It's clever. It's a clever video. Especially for that... I don't know, for how old it is. It looks really good. Check it out if you get a chance. Ah, I thought you were going to wait until see what the no. random song was. Mm-mm. Not this time. I, I caught it. All right, guys. That was a fun one. Thanks for sticking with us through the uh, inevitable technical problems. The worst ever. Yeah. I was really mad. Like, He's wigging, you guys. Oh. I was trying to stay out of the blast radius. I was like, I was like, I, I get like a, like a hunched thing. I'm just like, like I, there's been a lot of me talking about crying tonight. Like myself crying. A lot of... I did not. A lot of adult crying. I did not almost cry tonight. Um, he was mostly just really mad. I was so mad. And I with le- that, learn to stay. Learn to stay far away. <laughs> Thank you. We will try to find yep. a better solution than Mixler. As always, you're great. Same time next week. Our new home on Friday nights. Yeah, it is our new home. This has been Low Level Rage, episode seventy-two hundred. Seventy-two hundred. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Good night.